Hey, thanks for joining us for a special edition. What's better than a regular? Regular edition? <laughs> a special, a special edition. edition. And special this... is always better than regular. And we are feeling quite... Somber. Somber, yeah. So uh, let's get this out there. This is not a full-fledged episode of the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon podcast. We're doing this fresh off the heels of the season seven premiere of The Walking Dead. And uh, let's just put it out there right now. Uh, I'm sure you've experienced it for yourself, or you're waiting to, or you've heard someone talk about it, or you've been on the internet. Of course, this was... This will be all over the internet Yeah, by tonight. So let's just put it out there for those of you who have still yet to watch it, then I'm not sure why you would then listen to this, but hey, whatever, no judgment. But we're going to say this is a full spoiler discussion of season seven premiere of The Walking Dead. That being said, there is quite a lot to spoil. As you would imagine, we've had this kind of date circled on our calendars for months. I mean, ever since what's been April? what, six months or yeah. so, right? I would say it was, yeah, about April when season six ended to a huge chorus of booze, both online and in yes. person. And uh, well, was, including by me. I was well, so we, angry. We talked about it. Yes, yeah. we did talk about this. Yeah. I, I, I was so angry at the way they ended the last season. And I feel like they've now come out of that and delivered on and made good on the fact that season six ended so crappily, but it just was sad. Yeah. You know? I don't I, expect... I kind of feel like there was n- not much they could make up for. In fact, I was kind of surprised that they didn't reveal who dies until halfway through that episode. Actually, I kind of liked that, though. Uh, see, I, I mean... It built the tension, and it, I it felt myself like did. tapping my fingers as the episode was oh, going yeah, on. Oh, yeah, my stomach was turning. Yeah, like, well, that's because you had food poisoning. And that's not just because I had food poisoning this weekend, but it's because this tension building where you're like, I don't know who they're going to kill, and they keep on doing these little hints. Oh, is it this person? Is it this person? Oh, yeah, like, when they're doing the vignettes and the flashback. Yeah, like, well, that Rick's, was kind of cheesy, but it worked. It was super cheesy, but yeah, it reminded you of what's at stake. But, you know, I, it's just... So let's just put it out there. Uh, we are now lost by the company of Abraham and Glenn. Uh, Abraham went first, kind of predictably. In fact, if you actually look at our Twitter page uh, yesterday, being at the time uh, Saturday, the day before the season seven premiere, I had posted, hey, we discussed this last time. Ultimately, Brandon Jewell says, Glenn is going to be the main one that gets it. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, it's going to be Abraham. And in a roundabout way, we were both kind <laughs> we of right. We were both right. <laughs> so it works out. The Brandon strike again. Uh, not that, um, you know. Not we that we're happy about credit. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not like I want credit for that. Like, hey, I was right, but uh, I feel yeah. wrong. Uh, actually, I was more shook up by Abraham going, quite honestly. But I felt like I knew it was coming. His time was marked. Anytime a mid-carter, mm-hmm. like let's face it, there's been a lot of mid-carters, uh, middle ground guys throughout the the history of the show. Yeah, like Dale can... was a mid-carter. Sure. Um, Herschel. Herschel was a mid-carter. Uh, Tyrese was a mid-carter. Yeah. Anytime those guys start to get more time in the episodes prior, like they, yeah. they, it's like they're building up. Yeah. Then you're almost like they're building because they want your the love person to the get audience. invested in them yes, a little more exactly. than like the main character. Cause that's built in most oftentimes. And he was, he, he had a lot of time in the last season, especially the last end of the last season. Yep. Um, it, when they came back from the mid series finale last season, it was him, Sasha and Daryl that first confront Negan's people. And remember, he's just like, I'm just going to kill one of you just to make an impact. Because mm-hmm. they're all Negan's people about making an impact, which, mm-hmm. of course, they made tonight. 
And then Daryl saves the day with like a rocket launcher or something, if you so recall. Cool. And then from that point on, they gave Abraham a little more time. Then he developed a relationship with Sasha. So there was a reason to care. And that's why they went to Sasha first when he was getting hit by the bat. And uh, yeah, if you'll recall in the comics, he takes an arrow. He was the one that took an arrow at the train right. tracks through the eye. Not Denise. Uh, Denise. Who ended up taking that. But death. he was in that scene. Yes, he was. Yeah. Uh, with Daryl and I think someone else. Um, so it was kind of writing on the wall, but I don't know. I personally kind of like that guy. Again, hard to get attached to a yeah. mid Carter. You know, it's like I don't know. He he's secondary. Well, but it's hard to get attached to anybody in this whole show because I feel like there's for the fact nobody that you don't know that's who's going next. And and just with the fact that Glenn just died, I mean, that just goes to show. And then that yeah, nobody's safe. Really. So what was the deal of fake killing him last season? Only to then he didn't even get a single line in this episode. So, I, I thought that what they were doing was... Like preparing us? Yeah. So, yes. Um, I thought what they were doing was gauging from the audience's reaction. Like, I thought they were gauging the audience's reaction to see if they if the audience would be okay with them killing him off is what I suspected. And now I've kind of changed my tone. I think they probably had it in their minds that they were going to do this the entire time. And they probably were thinking that almost like semi-killing him, not only just fucks with the audience a little bit, but almost gets us used to the thought of him being able to die. Yeah. Because he was one of the safe characters. Yeah. He got out of a lot of like Carl, like he's one of the select fews like Daryl that pretty much we don't expect to ever die. Right. And that you mentioned Daryl did man, did they mess with the audience? Yeah. When Daryl, after uh, he had seen enough of Negan's antics, uh, after bashing in, uh, Abraham's head. He goes after Negan, punches him. He gets him. to hit him. You're yeah, him. and yeah. then we had watched this with a group of friends all but an hour ago, and a lot of people jumped up out of their 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 seats, so to speak. Yeah, thinking, oh no, Daryl just signed his own death warrant. But now this is going to be yep. a talking point for this theme, uh, whether they address it on screen, but certainly amongst fans who notice this. You know, Negan said, "No, we can't have that." You know, I gave you a free one. He already paid the price, but now you went and messed up again. So I got to teach you a lesson, yep. but don't kill Daryl because he likes the fight that he has in him. And then he goes on and he's talking, he's talking, he's talking, and then just wham out of nowhere, smacks Glenn upside the head. That, that caught me off guard. But yeah, yeah. Daryl, not to, to blame him it for what he did. It kind of was his fault though. But not, of course he would, didn't know that. Well, but. no, he didn't know, but like, you know that Daryl is going to have this constant fight with himself now of like, I my actions, I, got, my actions got, got got him killed, exactly. And then I wonder if that creates any sort of conflict between Daryl and the others in the group, where the others in the group might be like, you know, or like, you know, Rick might be like, oh, we can't do that because they have Daryl. They're going to kill Daryl. And they might be like, screw Daryl. Daryl got Glenn killed. You know, we might have that kind of conflict among the group. There'll be, there'll be doubt in the back of people's oh, minds and yeah. moments of weakness. Ultimately... Uh, we don't know where this is going. It left, uh, this actually was one of the f- rare episodes where they didn't jump around. It was oh, very yeah. linear. I mean, except well, for the, no, I mean, they kind of did a little bit, but only a, like, um, but uh, that was the wrong word. It was a contained episode. It wasn't like, meanwhile, in Alexandria, oh, yeah, here's yeah. what these people they are doing. They didn't do the split stories of yeah, like it, what's happening in yeah. different places. It yeah. was very contained, which I actually liked. The only thing is, is like you had mentioned, they didn't reveal who, uh, he swung the bat at. Uh, until like halfway through the episode, but then everything leaned up to that point. I was I wasn't probably as invested in because mm-hmm. the whole time I'm thinking, oh my gosh, who is it going to be? Because you know the first thing they show is blood on Rick's fla- face. They reveal Lucille is dripping wet. 
Um, yeah, so I think everything that happened from that point until they showed it was Abraham that went out first, it, I wasn't as attentive to it because sure. I'm just thinking myself yeah. the whole time, having like this inner dialogue and guessing and who's it going to be. And, you know, a lot of people had said since they showed that little extra trailer that was end up being the opening scene with Rick saying, I'm going to kill you and Negan just taunting him and taking him to the trailer. It had to be someone to Rick's right side because, you know, it's the blood splatter comes across. Oh, yeah, like, good point. Yeah that side of his and face. It ended up being two people to this, right? Yeah, but it was particular and, after I think he bashed yeah. Glennon because he like flung the bat around. And that's a good point because I wasn't even thinking about the fact that whoever it was had to be close enough to Rick to get blood on him too. Yeah. So it's almost like what they were doing throughout the episode was slightly narrowing it down for you. Yeah. And it, I, didn't, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, you're right. It's easy to see some things in retrospect, but yeah, when you're watching it the first go around, there's so much to process, but some of it becomes a little more clear after the fact. Yeah, I mean, you know what? A great episode, though. You know, just because you don't like the results necessarily or they're sad, mm-hmm. it's a great episode. And, you know, I'm going to liken this to a little bit of, like, wrestling psychology. Back, And I know you weren't a big wrestling fan, but back in the day when you're trying to, you know, show that your hero is the good guy and then the bad guy, in order to be in opposition to the the hero, he had to do something really bad. Like he had to go after the hero's wife or something like that, or attack a fan or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so to get that person over in the, everybody's minds that this guy is a legitimate threat, he needs to be yeah. feared. He needs to be hated. You know, the governor was really good. This guy's like governor on crack, although they're different guys, but you know, just as like, as far as hateability, it's always go after the friends and family. And mm-hmm. that's where it's like, it's like, that's the line. Yeah. It's like, hey, you and me have beef and we can fight it out and I may be your enemy and that's one thing. But once I go after your friends and family, I become the ultimate bad guy. Yeah, he's over at yeah. that point and over the top. And yeah, just when after then the the scene where he takes Rick out and basically establish power with him with the whole axing, go get mm-hmm. my axe and I'll save you, but then it it was it was actually I really liked that scene. It was a really interesting power move yeah where when they were doing that i was like why is he giving rick these opportunities to get the upper hand you know and and it was like he negan was so good about making it seem like he could have the upper hand and then right when he he's about to try to take it negan says no 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 you never had the upper hand remember that i always have the upper hand i let you think i exactly i and 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 it it's only in retrospect now i'm actually thinking about this but i'm like okay that makes perfect sense because what he's been trying to tell rick all along is no matter how often you think you have the upper hand don't ever forget that i am the one in charge i always have the upper hand and if you even try to test that then everyone you love will die yeah Man, he, I think he did such a great job of sending that message to Rick, but then sending that to the entire audience that he is not to be fucked with. Yeah, it was all about getting this guy uh, over as a new viable threat. Yeah. Like probably the biggest they faced. And I've always appreciated uh, the creator, uh, Kirkman, uh, I think his name is, you know, has always said this isn't a, a story. I think originally he was referring to the comics, not necessarily the show, but either way, you know, one based off the other. This is a story about how humans treat each other. It's not about zombies. Right. But yeah, it's, and it, it seemed like it, especially in this episode, it's like, you don't have to fear the dead. They're just going to eat you. That would actually right. be better off 
with the more we get into how depraved, you know, the remaining mm-hmm. uh, portions of humanity really are. I don't know. I, this is the first time, not the first time, but definitely the most uh, I've felt like, how are they going to get out of this? You know, with the prison yeah, and then the governor and then the cannibalism. Um, I just, this was the first time mm-hmm. that, uh, and you know, and uh, Andrew Lincoln, the guy who plays Rick, did such a good job of, of making, conveying like he's really in it over his head and he is, he's been dominated mm-hmm. for the first time, not just like in a fight, but this seems like a battle he yep. cannot win. And his badassness or whatever you want to call it, where, you know, which he kind of, he showed near the beginning when he's like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, that grit. Right? Even even uh, even after uh, Abraham died, he's still like, I'm going to kill you. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. And then like the, the, the viewers go, yeah, that's badass, nope. Rick. Like you always come through. And in in the seasons previous to this, historically, he has always come through where he's, He's always been the badass that's like, when when they don't have the upper hand, Rick somehow gets it. Rick will go and bite your freaking neck off, like, mm-hmm. which he's done that. And in this situation, Negan made it loud and clear, sorry, that's not going to happen this time. So it's like, man, the stakes are higher than they've ever really been because even the person that we always look to to get us out of this, I say us, <laughs> speaking of you're the one viewers, of, yeah. because, but like, to get the group out of this, um, well, that person is no longer in power. That person has to give up power now. He basically got Negan. castrated in front of yes. everybody, like totally emasculated. And then that, yeah, just when you think, all right, well, we can breathe a little now. We know Abraham's gone. We know Glenn's gone. Who are more two of the more capable uh, bodied people they've had, and they can fire guns and they can, you know, use a little brute strength. So yeah, mm-hmm. the the, the uh, survivability of people that yeah. are left is like very little Daryl's gone and he's, he's wounded lest we forget. Cause remember he got shot at towards at the end of season oh. six. Remember uh, I, I second totally to last episode of season six, he turns around cause that guy with the burnt face who's now using his crossbow and got his motorcycle yeah. who like basically wants to be him. I think they call him D in the show. Uh, he got the upper hand on Daryl shot him. Uh, and you know, Michelle, it's basically as far as capable people, it's like Rick and Michonne. Yeah. Um, Maggie can fire a gun, but she's hurt, and yeah. who knows where she's well, off Maggie's to. Maggie's going to be... I mean, I'm sure this is going to be a major story arc in this season, but she's pregnant, and she just lost the father of that baby, and she's just in this dire like, state right now. So I'm sure that her hate for Negan, her need for revenge, but also her like fragility is going to be something that comes out a lot in this season yeah she's got a long season she, ahead of her, she's no longer she even, a fighter let's put it that way yeah yeah the, the, negan took the fight out of everybody yeah but there's just less people left to fight and carl seemed to have some though a little yeah. bit left yeah he, he showed a little little moxie uh in the what could easily be a, a very folding situation he could have folded super easy yeah. uh yeah just when we thought we were out of the woods like okay what had just happened was horrible but now okay there's a little bit of lip no He's like, now I want you to cut your son's arm off, or everybody dies. That, <laughs> yeah, that was just like shit. Give oh. him a break, man. And and I so what happened was exactly what I kind of thought would happen because I kind of thought to myself, I was like, I, there's no way they they cut off his arm. They make Rick cut off his arm because there's just 
there's no, there's only so much that the viewers can handle. And I was really hoping, I was like, please just let, like, let him about to do it. And then Negan stops him and said, okay, you've proved your point. And luckily that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Cause I was like, dude, if they like, cause I started feeling sick to my stomach again. Oh, the tension and, was, yeah, the tension was crazy. And, and so I'm really glad that that did not end up coming to fruition. Cause that, ugh. Just yeah. the thought of that. And then you remember what that was all about was because um, in Negan's words, I don't like the way you looked at me. So yeah. can you imagine what's going to happen if you try something? Uh, yeah, that was, yeah, that was, oh, he is super villainous. That is just some wretched villainy. But the thing is, is he's not like completely, yeah, he's crazy and he's unreasonable, but he even acknowledges the fact like, he, he, there's a certain realism to what he's doing. He's like, look, I know what I'm doing to you is awful. He's like, yeah. Yeah. And then like he even said, like right before he's, you know, doing the eeny, meeny, miny, moe, he's like, okay, so this guy's going to die here in front of you. Sorry, have to make an example. But he's like almost apologizing, <laughs> but not, he's not sorry, but he's acknowledging the fact like, yeah, this sucks. And he like, yep. when he's talking to Rick, he's like, this sucks. Yeah. I'm asking you to cut your boy's arm off. And, and, or when, but he, you got to do it. Yeah. When it's he's about happen. to bash Abraham's head and he says, look, you guys, you can cry, but nobody talks. And it's just like he's like he realizes what he's doing is awful, but and it seems like all his uh, saviors are bought in. Because- oh yeah, it's not like it's not like any of them. Well, at least not that the camera showed, and none of them like you they know, didn't even flinch flinched at all about the, what was happening. They were used to it. And no, he's got these guys under control, and they're they're a tight operation. And if you recall, though, I mean, yeah, we're supposed to root for the good guys and uh, hiss at the bad guys, but Rick kind of brought this on himself. Yeah, well, he attacked them. Yeah, and previously. he took out a lot more of their men. Granted, it wasn't dramatic and it was gruesome, and those guys weren't necessarily... Well, they were the bad guys, so yeah. you're almost like, yeah. yeah. and they were just extras that he was yeah. taking out, and they weren't necessarily a family. Sure. Like, they were, uh, you know, trying to foster back at Alexandria. But yeah, Alexandria is screwed, and they showed in the preview. Negan eventually comes up... Yeah. It alludes to the fact that he's coming there because he wants their stuff. Right. Um. And he wants and, to introduce and, himself. And it showed in the preview that Rick is saying out loud to Alexandria, I am no longer in power. Negan is. He says those words. Yeah. So that's going to, And yeah. Alexandria has like a few capable people there, but everyone's just kind of like, if you recall, you know, at the halfway point of last season and beyond, they were still getting trained and yeah. they didn't know how to fire a weapon. Oh, there's and, still and, newbies in this yeah. whole And remember situation. when the, 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 the wolves, the, the psychos with mm-hmm. the W's uh, carved in their head came? Everyone just panicked and didn't know what to do. Yep. And that's when Carol had to get all badass. Now, I'm hoping next week, as much as I'd love to see the continuation of where they go from here, I am hoping at least we get a check-in with uh, Carol and Morgan because they're linked up with, I forget the name of uh, the new crew they've discovered. but uh, the, the people in the armor. Yeah, and, yeah who yeah, look yeah. capable and yes. actually not like villains. Uh, and of course, we saw in the preview, their leader, I think his name's King Elliot or King Ezekiel. He's got a freaking tiger. Um, so he's pretty awesome. Yeah, and he's got big dreads. That automatically makes him awesome. Yep. Now, from what I understand in the comics, he has a built-in beef with Negan. Uh, you know, apparently Negan tried to, um, you know, assert himself and mm-hmm. basically inherit him and his people, saying, "You same thing to Rick. You belong to me. I, I get your stuff. You take enough to survive, only so that you can still produce for me." Um, yeah, but it's the first time I've ever, like, in this show, everyone's really caved in. Although Abraham still stayed tough to the end. Yeah. Which I, I like really like. Suck liked. my nuts or something yeah. like that. Like before like, hitting the final blow. It's like, 
classic Abraham. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He was always very involved with genitals. Like a lot of his expressions involved with genitals. Is, I mean, he was. They were kind of like, be known for one thing. Yeah. Be known for being involved with and genitals. And a, a big ginger. So this episode, it was good. It was good. I oh, mean, but I don't get me wrong. I still have this sick feeling in my stomach. Oh, I still like, feel very affected. And yeah. And the way it was done and the, just the imagery and, you know, having everyone on their knees and having to witness. It'd be one thing if he just shot the two of them. He's like, all right, right that that's sucks. a different situation. But no, it was all about what he says and his oh. savior say, making an impact. Yeah. And it's like, and it made an impact. Obviously, you felt that it made an impact he on made an Rick's impact group. On their head. Yeah, really, <laughs> literally and figuratively. But also, you see the impact. Just if you like, if we were recording, yeah, us watching, which is really a stupid internet trend. Hey, watch me watching something. Right, the reaction videos. Now you get sued by those assholes. Yeah, idiots. Um, but. If we were doing that just for our own sake, and like we had a camera on everyone's yep. faces because we had a little viewing party, I bet. Sorry, I burped. Ah, <laughs> oh, chili. Um, I bet. I mean, chili, as in like uh, from TLC. T. Sure. Boz left eye sure, and chili. Of I just was thinking about her when I burped. Um, <laughs> sorry, I had to lighten the mood a little bit, or at least try, because it's 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 a hard. It's gonna be a hard one. Yeah. And I guarantee you, you're gonna be talking about it with your friends at work tomorrow. Uh, but it was impactful. It literally felt like the impact was something palpable and right. tangible. And well, and like what you were saying about if you were to have a camera on our faces, like, I, I mean, one of our friends was straight crying Yeah. in the house. I mean, we had what? One, two, three, four, five, six, six adults, two dogs, two dogs, and, a and two one, one two-year-old. Uh, the two-year-old was having a grand old time. Yeah, he, he did didn't give care. a shit. Yeah. Um, but I think that's because he's only been watching for the past two seasons. Yeah, he's kind of a bandwagoner. Yeah, yeah so he doesn't um, get the full yeah. b- breath of it. Uh, and he was playing with some, like, toys, and so... Yeah. Wasn't really paying full attention. But, uh, no, one of our one of our friends was crying, and, and I was... There's there's times where every once in a while I'd look around, and pe- the look on people's faces was just of, like, sheer horror and sadness. So... But I agree with you. I, I kind of hope that in the next one, we kind of get this, um, we get to take a step back from all the sadness and we take a look at what Carol and Morgan are doing. Yeah, and, some, and maybe some aftermath, but not like necessarily yeah. in the storm. Like the storm has come and gone. You can see the wreckage, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wonder what they're going to do with their bodies. They're probably going to take them back to Alexandria and give them a, a burial as they've been doing. Probably. But yeah, that scene was well, emotional too. they can't hang them by the neck. No. <laughs> We see see what happens, uh, especially when uh, uh, a hero jumps onto you <laughs> from a trailer. Um, I really actually thought that was a touching scene when kind of the people that you associate with uh, Abraham went to his body. Yeah. Because if you recall, yeah. it was and Eugene those, and Rosita yeah. that he was originally introduced with. I, I think that was, that was back nice, in season actually. four. And then, yeah, he had been taking affections to uh, Sasha. And then everyone else kind of went to Glenn. Kind of like, it was almost like, hey, we've been here a little longer. We've been here for a while, it almost felt like it was like broken up like that. It made it made sense. Yeah, and it made it more emotional. Yeah. Now, so this sets up clearly the the group's biggest hurdle. You know what? I I, I just can't help but wonder, like, had they kept certain characters alive, how they would react in this situation? I started thinking about like, what would Shane would have done? God, you know who we needed in this situation? Like someone like who you would have been like, oh, good, kill him anyways. We he's an asshole, even though no one deserves that mm-hmm. necessarily. But I thought like, oh, it would have been good to stick Merle in there. Because he wouldn't have backed down. He wouldn't have cowered, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but then it would have been hard for Daryl to see his brother go. But I just think about how different characters in that situation would have reacted. But they're really dwindling down. I mean, as far as, like, the the family that's left, you got Rick, you got Carl and Michonne. 
assuming Daryl at some point, if they ever get him back, and he's oh, yeah. not out of the woods yet either. Um, but yeah, that, if Daryl dies, we riot though. Nah, I actually wouldn't have minded if it was him. Despite the fact that I, I thought Glenn would die, I would have been almost. I, I would have felt better if um, Daryl was the one that got killed. If Daryl got himself killed when he went and punched Negan, versus Daryl punching Negan, stepping out of line, and then Daryl dying, or, and then uh, Glenn dying because of it, yeah. like that hurt more. Well, it's almost like because Daryl did that, he caused a death. But in the way he caused death, he saved his own life because he showed that he's got some crazy in him. Yeah, yeah. I we, guess. Wigan, Negan said he wants a, a little taste of it first before he dies or yeah. something. That was a weird line. He was full of just bizarre lines. But I gotta say, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is convincing. I, I like that yeah. dude. He's, he, I mean, he's a good actor, and man, he plays this role well. I don't know if this is going to be a contained thing. Two season premieres ago, do you remember season four wrapped up with them being? basically put in that train car and right. realizing they were being trapped by hungry people. Right. So I'm like, cool, this sets up what should be an awesome season five. No, they pretty much resolved it in one episode. Yeah. And I was just like, that's I thought, it? Yep, and then I, if you recall, then two episodes later, what was left of the uh, the cannibal people at, uh, what was it, Terminus, end up attacking and, you know, eating Bob's leg, but he was already bitten anyways. And then they just... Tainted meat. Yeah. And then they just took machetes to everyone who was left in the church and just slaughtered everyone. And it was like, okay, that was it. No, we're going on to something else. I really hope this yeah. doesn't get that treatment because I remember feeling like, wait, that's it? There's all this buildup. I remember up, that. Yep. And then it's like, no, nah, we've just squashed them in one. It's like, it's like having like the big Super Bowl. This is going to be epic. And it's like a 72 to three blowout. <laughs> You're like, well, oh, that sucked. I really hope this thing has a sustained narrative. I wouldn't even mind if this, I mean, I don't know how it's going to work out. I wouldn't even mind if this ends up bleeding over into next season because eventually they're going to run out of I think it stuff. will. I mean, if the governor if the governor has two seasons, yeah. I think Negan, just by the... just by I, I, I don't want to say the love of the fans, but really the hate of the fans. Well, he, he's magnetic. I feel like he's a two-season villain, at least. Yeah. I mean, people are going to want to see... They're going to need to show enough, let alone from this you know premiere episode of him and being just establishing that he's such a bastard that you want to see him die but not until people are really totally just have nowhere else to go like i can't take it dude needs to die yeah but who who's to say what if what if he gets it what if they break away from the comics and he gets the upper hand on rick and he's the one that kills rick and like the show just ends it's probably not going to happen but you can't there's no guarantees yeah you know this is post-apocalyptic safe we know that yeah and there's no there's no real good guys left rick's a a not a a bad of, of a guy as some other people, but he's still not a good guy, but no one's right. a good guy in this world. You know, I think this is going to be a really awesome season. I am hoping we don't get any slow episodes because there's nothing, because this is hard. This is hard to watch a show like this week by week and then just be thinking about it. The preceding six days in between episodes, knowing that they're going to take that mid series finale, which always loses always steam. Do. Yeah. Yeah. And I get why they do it, but I don't like it. So last season started off excitedly and it had something that made you want to tune in and there's like two or three really good sustained episodes that were kind of coherent and told a story and then they did a, a full 90 minute episode, the only one of the season as I recall, just showing how Morgan learned Aikido and yeah. became a person P of peace. Pacing was pacing is always an issue always. in this show. Oh, since Every season there's always those couple of episodes 
you know, in the, some of the previous seasons, there's that, that, uh, the one where Beth and Daryl have like just, yes, that one, but I was going to say they were Rick and the governor doing their sit down talk. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, there, there's, they always have the couple of episodes that just slow everything down, but But I don't think we can have that now. Like the stakes are so high and the ball is so rolling now. And it's just like, what are they going to do? You know, Rick, from at least the way they make it believe and where we're left off of this season is conceding power to Negan. Like, okay, you know what? You've messed with me enough. I'm, I, I right. can't do this. You, you win. I'm, I'm yours, as he was saying. But in the back of his mind, he's neat. I hope he's thinking of a plan. I, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, because I, I would, we, I, we kind of know that sooner or later, Negan will die. Like Negan has is going to meet his end, and the and the group is gonna do it because. You have to have some fan service. You can't you can't do that to the fans and then and then not give them their comeuppance, you know. So there's there was a lot more to the episode than that, but I think those are the biggest takeaways for us. Um, you know, it's just as frustrating as the season finale was. I am happy to have Walking Dead back. It's like a, a friend coming back after a long trip. Good and to have you back. Murdering two of your other friends. Yeah, you know, yeah. but you you still want to see how far this goes and what's <laughs> and what's next. Right. So uh, you're like, I know he's not a good friend, but like, I just want to see what happens when I bring him around. Exactly. So it gives a, a new rallying cry to our Sunday nights together. Anyways, we'll be back next time. We just want to do a quick little check in with you and uh, dedicate some time all to itself. This was the season seven premiere. And uh, if you want to know more about what we think in between our recordings, you can always check up with us online. Here's how to do it at random fandom WBB on the Twitter. Email us. Twitter. Email us. Oh, you're pointing to me. Okay. Yeah. You email random us. Random at gmail.com. That's random at gmail.com. It is. Or random fandom, <laughs> random fandom cast dot com is our website where you'll find all our episodes and we wanted to use random candom uh <laughs> but it, the domain was unfortunately right. taken so we had to do the next most uh sense making thing yes and use randomfandomcast.com. so we will be back uh next time hopefully very soon uh luke cage we got to talk about that because yep. that is a completion westworld is getting better all the way yep. and uh might have more thoughts on that and it's finally happened it's finally happened what I bought an Xbox One. Oh yeah, yeah. We should have like just a yeah. So you got Gears, and you're gonna get Battlefield. And so Battlefield we can talk One's about on that. the way. Yeah, and um, uh, also we should talk about um, we should talk about some Red Dead that we just saw a trailer for. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, the Wii Switch. Switch. Yeah, that just is got Will announced. Smith. So we can talk. Yeah, the Will Smith song. Yep. We so we can talk about all that stuff next time. Yeah. So the all the geek culture stuff that we left aside, it's intentional because we just wanted to talk Walking Dead. Yep. And I hope that uh, you've enjoyed our quick little discussion. I hope you're enjoying our podcast. So thank you so much for being a fan of our fandom. And until next time, stay geeky.